Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Truss Issues, the podcast where we dissect Liz Truss's first 100 days in office and discuss general UK politics at the same time. Today I'm joined just by Ben. Hello, Ben. Hello. Uh, Nelson is ill and Zach isn't in the country. No. So it's just us. And for video viewers, we're, we're sat in the office today, not in the studio. Very cosy. If you're just listening, put on your hottest jumper because it's <laughs> cosy. We're just sat on the sofa. Um, just chatting just, politics. Just, just chatting. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is because the studio is being upgraded at the moment. Um, we're making some changes to make live streams better and uh, make sure Notably things... having windows as the operating system i mean we yes we are upgrading to a pc from a mac but that's not that's not a political decision that is pure um i don't know i don't know what it is i don't want to say it's better in any way anyway so what has liz trust been up to this week and what are the plans for the weekend well, as, as we said last time, we're still in the morning period. So mm-hmm. this week's been another very strange week in politics. You know, we've, we've been, you know, right next to the office even, there's been the queues to go and see the, the Queen lying, lying in state. Mm-hmm. Politics has sort of been suspended for this week, as we said. So there's been no government announcements. There's, uh, you know, the Parliament hasn't been sitting, so we haven't seen any laws, any mm-hmm. anything going through Parliament, no debates, nothing like that. So all of the work that Liz Truss has been doing has largely been behind the scenes. Yeah. So up until now, we haven't really seen her. You know, she's she's been seen at a couple of official engagements. Yeah, she's been um, pretty busy going around and doing things. I've seen some criticism of that, in fact, that this is a kind of golden opportunity for her to do a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. And she could be really hunkering down and doing that. But instead, she's going around on these events, which makes sense. It's like a momentous moment. And you kind of got to hope that she's only the prime minister. The ministers and everyone else isn't going. So you've got to think, as you say, behind the scenes, there's stuff happening. Well, you know, I have seen some indications that there are quite a lot of plans for next week, which I'm sure we'll get into. Um, so, you know, the, the, the government is still working yes. behind the scenes. It's not that they're just they're not doing anything. Yeah. It's just in the official morning period, you know, they're, they're trying not to uh, conduct politics in, in view of the public yeah. um, while, while there's all the, the you know, mourning and the, the grief of losing the monarch. So that, that's what's been happening this week. Um, nothing very public. Has but been we're happening. heading into a very public weekend, not for politics necessarily, no. but a big weekend so this weekend we're expecting basically a, a lot of foreign dignitaries to be in the uk yeah um or all, all coming to get ready for monday which is the state funeral mm-hmm. um and uh, to, to be in attendance for that there's been a lot of controversy this week and there's been uh, things in the news about how they're going to get there and there's this whole bus yeah the bus situation but, uh, you know it, it's sort of a side note how many uh, world leaders that. can you fit in a bus <laughs> This is the thing. I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about. I don't understand why the papers are running with this, but at the end of the day, it's not that, you know. Sure. The, the, the transport Biden's um, been plans. on a bus before. Well, and he's Biden not, Biden's not even not, going in the bus. Biden's Macron's been, been on a bus. Yeah, yeah. But Biden is going to be going in the bus. Which world leader do you think hasn't been on a bus? Uh, it's got to be it's one. It's a great question. And by which, I mean, it's a trash question. It's a good question. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know which I reckon... Uh, Mohammed bin Salman. There's no way Trump's ever been on a bus, but he's not a... No, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Or maybe he has, though. Maybe, like, while well, doing he, tours of his, like, golf course or whatever, they go on, like, a tour bus you, kind you, of I thing. I presume you mean, like, they've, they've got, bought a bus ticket and got on a bus. Yeah, true. Not a coach. Mohammed bin Salman hasn't been on no, a bus. not a chance. Um, I mean, we should go say on, we in are the comments, speculating. Let's, I want your guess, best guesses for world, current world leaders who've never been on a bus. 
I, I, this is important. This is such a side. Anyway, note. I, yes. I feel like I started so, this by saying that this is not an important. So no, there's thing. there's no there's no significance to the buses, but no. there there is significance to the world leaders who are being invited. Yeah, so obviously the actual transport arrangements of the, the, the foreign dignitaries isn't that important. I can understand why the papers ran with it. It's, Good fun. It's a mildly sort of like yeah. trivial thing that we can talk about. But it is actually quite notable that we're having so many foreign, you know, yeah. important foreign leaders in one place. Now, what's important to note is this isn't a formal occasion. Mm-hmm. This isn't something where they're going to be having what are referred to as bilaterals between leaders. That's yeah. not happening this weekend. But there are going to be some informal meetings. They're going to see each other. They are going to see each other. So the, 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 the actual state funeral is on Monday. So they're yeah expected to fly in this weekend on the bus <laughs> they Come are on. they're gonna have a chat on the bus do you reckon they'll group them together a bit like a wedding there's no, like right. a europe bus middle east but or maybe they'll say on the europe bus they're up. playing venga boys are we yeah playing, mix like, them up um, say oh i don't reckon macron's spoken to yeah what's he called this is a really hard line to go switching between joking about the bus and going into important the si- foreign yeah, policy decisions the bus, is, the bus is what people people want the bus people want the bus um, that's the title of this episode people want the bus well <laughs> Irrespective of whether people are on the bus, there are going to be some important meetings this weekend. Who do you want to uh, be on the bus with? If you could be on the bus with five world leaders, sorry, no, this is going to be in the comments. Um, so we've got a lot of, you know, got a lot of foreign dignitaries coming in. There's going to be there's no bilaterals. Is no. It's important to note, um, but there are going to be some bus stop meetings. chatter. Bus stop chatter. I feel like I can't get through this point. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this is making it very difficult. Um, but this is important because Truss has actually, um, in the last few weeks, in, in the run-up to her becoming prime mm-hmm. minister, she has, um, you know, ruffled some feathers internationally. Mm. So she, obviously there was the whole Macron saga, yep. which was her saying that she's not sure if he's a friend or a, f- uh, a foe to the UK. Yeah. Um, she also uh, almost, well, she, 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 the, the Russians were so annoyed with her that they put their uh, nuclear arsenals on on red alert. I forgot about that. that was her fault, um, wasn't that? That, ages was, that was ago. because of trust as, as foreign secretary. So before she even became prime minister, there's been some issues yeah. uh, 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 with her and, uh, and other countries. So I would presume that she's going to try and use this weekend in, in an informal manner mm-hmm. to try and at least mend or get off on the right foot with some world leaders. Sure. I'd imagine Macron is probably going to be one of them because Macron has actually, in the last few days, been quite um, sympathetic to yeah. the UK. He said some stuff. His that, speech was a very good one. Yeah, Notable. exactly. So I, I feel like that, that's, that sort of comes to heads with... Yeah with um it does this trust is uh, and the question is what come like does this kind of event and the monarchy and all that supersede the political tension of course and also how real is the political tension like liz trust saying that with kind of julia hartley brewer in front of a mm. bunch of braying tory voters like how much did she mean that and how much was it just well it's the classic sort of campaign trail versus yeah. prime minister you know you do have to sort of rise above it when you become the prime minister yeah um because the, you know what is more important than riling up your base is the the function of your country and yeah. international diplomacy so i would imagine that she's going to try and use this weekend in an informal manner to try and maybe not mend but certainly get off on the right foot with a number of world leaders yeah so that, that that's all then coming to a head on monday which is the uh, which is the state funeral sure which obviously you know we, we've covered this in videos and everything else this is going to be quite a, a large moment there's been a lot of closures basically the country is closed on yeah. monday everything from supermarkets gp appointments things like that all stopping on Monday for the state funeral. It's going to be a, a, a national moment, mm-hmm. um, and there's not going to be anything. I would imagine anything political. You know, everything no. is so important to keep politics from that on Monday. Yeah. So Monday, but that will be, I would presume, the last day, and then we get on with um, get on with politics, politics as usual. Wild. Okay, so heading into next week. I mean, obviously this weekend, as you say, or well, this week, 
behind the scenes stuff has been going on yes. we don't really know what ministers have probably been doing stuff getting to know their like the civil service yeah. departments the important people it is actually quite a good opportunity for them to i mean obviously we're in the middle of a crisis still but it's a slightly less public environment to do that in so they've been doing that this week likely trust has been going around the country uh, events and stuff as well this weekend she'll be meeting with foreign leaders notably macron anyone else particularly worth calling out um well no i mean there's it's not actually known who she's going to be meeting with sure so this, this is the but thing. is there anyone there are... else that's coming that she might want to i would imagine with? the u.s president of course you know, special relationship yeah. is very important and i'd imagine especially conservatives are quite strong in the special yes. relationship so i'd imagine she'd be very keen to meet biden mm-hmm. and to try and um, establish that as a, as a yeah. good relationship so she'll be doing that this weekend yes hanging around bus stops ruffling some <laughs> ruffling some tickets yes um and then we head into next week we do so next week parliament re readjourns yes yes Is that that's that the, correct that's yeah. correct yeah um and there's a few things we know are coming so we know there's corporation tax changes potentially yes bank bankers bonuses the nhs mm. what what are we going to go through those in you pick. Let's start with the NHS. Let's start with yes. the end. So on Thursday, it's expected that the new um, health secretary, Theresa Coffey, who's also incidentally the, the deputy prime minister, um, is going to be making a speech about the NHS and the state of the NHS. Yeah. Now, we, we did actually release a video on this on the UK channel recently. The NHS is in quite a difficult position at the minute. Yeah. NHS waiting times are at an all-time high. Um, we've had... Uh, there's there's some knock-on effect from the pandemic obviously the waiting lists are a knock-on effect from the pandemic yeah we've also um just as a, a small side note things like um the amount that people drink alcohol um the alcohol habits have increased in lockdown so mm-hmm. pe- uh, problem drinkers uh, are drinking more which are causing them more more harm and and that's expected to co- uh, mean that they will be admitted to hospital okay uh, more frequently there'll be more of them which is going to cost the nhs a lot more in the next few years and there's a number of knock-on effects like that from from the pandemic um the, the, these are issues that, that are really going to need to be tackled by by the government soon mm-hmm. um so i'd imagine that she's going to sort of outline that and potentially some 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 uh, way of fixing this, I would imagine some policy for this. Yeah, uh, we don't know exactly what's going to say on Thursday. This is all speculation, but the NHS is in a in, is in a, a hard state at the minute. Yeah, um, because of the knock on effects of of the pandemic. It was already waiting times were very long before the pandemic, and mm-hmm. you know they're, they're massive now. So I'd imagine that's what she's going to be announcing on Thursday. Um, and then let's move to kind of corporation tax. Yeah, corporation tax. So Liz Truss, before becoming prime minister, pitched herself very much as a uh, the prime minister who's going to try and reduce taxes. You know, low tax prime minister, yeah. getting back to core conservative values. You know, he's going to try and be a sort of Thatcherite uh, uh, prime minister. Um, she she made very clear that she wanted to do this early on in her premiership. Obviously, with the morning period, she hasn't been able to do it that quickly. So she's yeah. keen to hit the ground running next week, not hit the ground as she uh, as she said in <laughs> yeah. the. Uh, uh, you know, in the, in the campaign. Um, so one of the things that she wants to, you know, Boris Johnson had announced an increase when he was prime minister of corporation tax from 19 to 25%. Um, she, Liz Truss is going to try and stop that from happening. She's going to probably announce on Friday in an emergency budget yeah. uh, that she's going to cancel that and keep corporation tax at 19%. Which is low for context. 19% on a global basis, on a G7 basis, on an EU basis, however you want to look at it. 19%, it means obviously there's, tax havens and stuff where it's basically zero but 19 percent is still very low for an economy like ours i think it's also worth noting that this actually demonstrates the divergence between the political yes. parties at the minute um you know boris johnson was 
quite a bombastic figure, but mm-hmm. didn't really have a really strong, you know, Johnsonian ideology. Like that's sure. not something he really had. And the fact that he was sort of, uh, you know, increasing corporation tax as a mm. conservative prime minister, uh, you know, indicates that maybe in certain ways, he, and, and especially with his environmental policies as well, yeah. that he was, th- there were some similarities between him and maybe some left-wing figures. Okay. Um, Liz Truss is Less a, a, so. a, a, a <laughs> yeah. break from that. Yeah. She is going back, she's really trying to harken back to the sort of Margaret Thatcher ideology of yeah. low tax, you know, increased growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Thatcher in her first years famously reduced um, income tax you know, especially from high earners as well mm-hmm. in her first few years in office. And I imagine that's what Liz Truss is trying to harken back to. You know, if you look, sure. at, if you look at her in the campaign uh, and the fact that she even tried to dress as Thatcher <laughs> in, in a number of occasions yeah. and tried to uh, portray herself in photos as Thatcher, I think that this reduction of corporation tax is a deliberate, mm-hmm. you know, way to try and signal to her base that she is going to be more Thatcherite. And then finally, we've got another kind of more right-wing economic move on bankers' bonuses. Yeah, bankers' bonuses is a big one. So this is um, this is Kwasi Kwarteng, the Chancellor. Um, it's been indicated today that he wants to try and... So just for some context, after the 2008 financial crash, the EU tried to impose a limit on how much bankers could be paid as their bonuses. So the limit is 100% of their income. Yeah. So they can have... 100% as a banker's bonus. That can rise to 200% with shareholder approval. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been indicated today that Kwasi Kwarteng might want to uh, either scrap that or increase that limit. Yeah. Again, this is going to be hugely politically controversial because at the minute, you know, as, as we've mentioned a number of times, we're, we're living through a cost of living crisis, inflation crisis, energy yeah. crisis. You know, families are really struggling. And to hear that bankers, their bonuses can go up, you know, uh, even from further. what could be 200% already yeah. from a like that's millions like, yeah. so this is the thing it you know, if you're already earning 50k yeah. you know you could get up to 150k and these bankers aren't a lot of them they're earning a lot more than that so you're talking a ton of money mm. and the fact that, that, that that's been floated you know there's been this is the other thing is that we haven't heard much on, in the way of policy so far and yes this is because of the mourning period but even in the campaign trail quite honestly there yeah. wasn't too much detail and for this to be one of the details that they're pushing quite early on it's a weird one firstly it indicates just how right wing they're going to be and, yeah. and, and, and it also indicates their priorities yes. the fact that their priorities are corporation tax and bankers bonuses very focused uh, on know, business very yeah. very you know quite difficult and this gets back to the point that i made earlier this week Mm -hmm. which is that by 2024 um, liz truss really needs to be pitching herself to the broader electorate if she wants to win this next election she's pitched herself very successfully to the right of the conservative Mm -hmm. party um but that doesn't win elections you know pitching to your base does not win elections and largely that's been labor's problem for the last 20 you know 20 years well not with under under blair and brown maybe 10 years then yeah that they've been pitching very much to their own base the Conservatives have been quite good at pitching more generally. And, you know, Johnson with his green agenda as well. Yeah. Cameron quite soft on social issues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pitching that. Liz Truss seems to be a break from that and seems to be quite ideological and pitching to the right. And this is a real good indication of this. And this is why we, I said earlier this week that I think she's going to struggle in 2024 because all indications so far yeah. point to the fact that she's not willing to break out of this ideology and that she's not willing to approach the rest of the electorate. And even when it comes to conservative base, she still didn't get a majority of conservative no. voters, let alone breaking further. And as you say, this is a fairly controversial issue. Corporation tax probably less controversial. But as you say, in a time of cost of living... People probably aren't overly keen to see corporation tax dropped. 
or maintained at the lower level. Either way, I think both of them reflect uh, what her attitude is towards the economy and she really genuinely thinks both are good moves and they'll boost yeah. GDP and it will all pay for itself and whatever. But the pure optics of it, even beyond whether she thinks it will work more medium term, right now, it's not going to be an easy sell. And you're right, that's it's going to be difficult 2024 and onwards yeah exactly and this is this is the thing that we were saying earlier this week as well is that her cabinet as well is very right wing yeah. so she's not going to have many dissenters in there yeah. and that's again another really bold move from her because we've still got a large part of the conservative party that the MPs she wasn't their choice mm-hmm. as, as as the next prime minister and their leader yeah. so she, she's having to try and win those over but she's not trying to <laughs> yeah. she hasn't put anybody else really except her backers in her cabinet yeah um and, and, and that, that, that makes things really difficult. Plus, we've got Johnson, who's still in Parliament and commands a backing. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she, she's, not, she's really not trying to play the game very much. She's just appointing her backers. Yeah. So she's, she's not pitching to the rest of her party. Yeah. She's not pitching to the rest of the electorate, which means she could have a very rough ride in Parliament, which we haven't seen yet. She no, hasn't yeah. really been in Parliament yet. No. So there could be some, some difficult um, you know, uh, relationships with her backbenchers mm-hmm. and also with the wider electorate. We'll have to see. Big week ahead, big weekend ahead. Exactly. Who's going to be on which buses? We'll be keeping a close eye <laughs> on that. Um, join us again next week. In theory, next Tuesday. But obviously, it's a bank holiday here in the UK on Monday. So it may end up being Wednesday. Apologies if it is. Um, but we'll be back beginning half of next week um, to run through what happens at the beginning of the week with the Queen's uh, state funeral and also the first day back in Parliament. So we'll rejoin you then. Have a nice weekend. See you then. See you later.